What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Wholesome's Unwholesome. Shout out to y'all for tuning in. Y'all know y'all are the freaking real. I'm trying not to cuss. <laughs> you never know who's listening, right? But um, we do have another guest this week, a very special one, one that's dear and close to the heart, someone that I grew up with, and I watched him personally change and become the man he is now, and he... Um, gave me the opportunity to learn a lot from him and taught me a lot as I was going through school. And even now that I'm done with school, he still continues to help me out and teach me things as he picks them up. So I'm really excited about this interview. We're going to try to do things a little different, speed through this intro, speed through this recap, and get y'all right into it. So first, a word from the sponsor. Le- Recap, head ass. So my coworkers had us over last Friday. They're trying to feed everybody drinks, play games, cool. But I'm not about to be getting drunk around y'all and be letting some shit slip out, like call all y'all some losers. JK, JK. Now, they be cool people, though. They definitely some cool people out there. Some some people that party hard. One dude, he was like, I used to get high in college. Head ass. I know you still get high. It wasn't just in college. But, you know, one of my coworkers talked about her podcast. I'm like, oop. Biting my tongue. Like, I never tell you about my podcast. That shit is not work-friendly. One. Two. All my social media is under Malachi. So in case any professionals try to find me, they cannot. But anyways, uh, let's get into this interview, dog. It's for my friend Teddy. Uh, close friend. Literally, we grew up together up the street. Used to do all the legal, illegal shit together for money, shoes, outfits, whatever was necessary to be done. We was doing it. Whether it was shoveling snow or I won't name the crimes. But we was doing it, and I definitely watched him grow up and become the man he is now and definitely create a lot of stuff for himself and have a lot of success. So I'm excited for y'all to listen to this interview. Um, I will have a little story after that is related to the to the interview, but really related to something I learned. And after this interview, I kind of took that reflection time, and with words from other people, I came to this conclusion. And it's a great story, but I want y'all to listen to the interview because that's the most important thing. I want y'all to be able to get the most y'all can get from his story, his experiences, and what he went through. So if y'all want to stick around a little bit longer, this is a longer interview, but it's totally worth it. Y'all want to stick around after y'all can. We know y'all got short attention span. Um, goldfish, TikTok, 10 seconds. I know it. I'm there. But come on. Um, this is for the betterment of us. So... You know, do what you gotta do, but we're gonna get right into it right now. All right, bro. I'm in pretty good, bro. Pretty good. Yourself? Chilling, working. I'm really trying to pick up all the stuff you done taught me. You know, trying to be more consistent and everything. Um, I don't know why y'all didn't tell me that book, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, was so fire. I started it today, and I can't, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that, that, that's like for, for some reason everybody started off like that's like the foundation everybody started off my um my book that actually like started me on my journey was grant cardone millionaire, mm-hmm. millionaire booklet um little booklet um yeah whatever he had that that was like what changed my life to be honest i actually gave a copy of it to my best friend here i was like yo keep this book around here it changed my life i mean nowadays we read so much that like that knowledge is like it's not, it's not, like, knowledgeable. Like, we don't find it, like, valuable anymore. But when mm-hmm. I first started, that was, like, sheesh, mind-blowing. Like, just hearing little stuff like residual income, passive income, like, explaining how, like, how it works, like, who who earns it. Like, it literally made me understand, like, why, like, why, why like, people around our way were trying to be artists. Because I never understood. I was like, man, all these people trying to be rappers. Like, why? 
know what I'm saying? They were after that residual income. So, yeah, that's pretty Facts. cool. And, like, I literally, like, this part, this is the first book. I started probably with 12 Rules. My starting was 12 Rules of Life. And then, I don't know if you read that one, but that, like, first chapter when he was talking about, like, your, basically, your brain evaluates what level of society you're at, and that basically dictates pretty much exactly how you're going to act subconsciously. And so when I read that, I was like, I got to change my mentality. So then I started seeking more and more and more. So that was that was probably my first book because I'm kind of more into the psychology of things. So that's what got me going. Well, that's very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. What would you say that book? <clears throat> what was the name of that uh, book? 12 Rules of Life. 12 Rules of Life. Yeah, I'm going to see. If it's like by this dude that does like 48 Laws of Power and stuff like that. the same uh, Okay, I see. Twelve rules of life. But um, all right. So Teddy, you and I feel like a lot more people should know who you are. So you should probably start by telling people, you know, your name, what you do, where you're from, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, <clears throat> my name is Teddy Cam Doom. Uh, as you know me, you know, like on most of my stuff on Instagram, social media, my handle is uh Forex Savage. Um, you know, I'm, you, you kind of know my background, but a lot of people don't, um, you know, I'm African. Like I was born there. I was raised a little bit, um, overseas. And then I came to the United States when I was 12 years old. Now I have, you know, I'm the oldest of six, uh, of six kids. And my mom kind of, my mom raised us out, like raised us in the United States. Uh, pretty, pretty great. I'm not going to lie, you know, cause like, I thank my mom for so much in life. Um, like she's probably like the most valuable person in my life right now. Um, but you know. Uh, we we had a pretty good pretty good life. Like I'm not trying to make it sound, sound like I came from like you know like the bottom bottom bottom. Um, definitely we had a better normal life than than most than uh than some people. Not not better, but it was just like normal. You know, it was it wasn't mm-hmm. nothing extravagant and nothing like like I was struggling. It was just normal, middle class yeah. normal. Now, um, you know, like I. I always felt like, like, I was always, like, money obsessed when we was kids. Like, as you can see, like, we was always, like, some, like... Some we was of, like, always... <laughs> yeah, always trying to, like, like, gain money. Like, by, by like, as a little kid, I already understood the importance of money. Yeah. Um, We, I, we just didn't, like, we were, we just weren't taught, like, ways to, like, make money at that, at that age, obviously. And, and you know, it's crazy because, um, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> my mom, my mom tried to, like, my mom tried to, like, devalue the the value of money like and, and when i when i try to say this like when i try to like like kind of at a young age I was, I was always like man like mom like you know how, how can i make money like how like i was trying to get money on my own but my mom was always like nah like you should focus on school you should focus on school you should focus on school which i don't i don't deny that education is important but mm-hmm. i also feel like it wasn't stressed enough how important it is to make sure that you're financially secure not yeah. have a lot of money, but just you know on that side. So when I um, so you know, long story short, had a pretty good um, you know, high school as well. Uh, when I got to college, that's when like like everything. Honestly, honestly, that's that's when my journey started. Like okay. so, I got to college. Um, I did a year and a half. My uh, my first semester of my second year, I I fell into like a a, a horrible Nigerian scam, like a, like a scam that shouldn't ever get anybody. Um, because it was just like you could tell it was a scam from a mile away, and I was very, very, very naive to even like have bought into it, but I did. 
Um, and it and it and it ran me out of a lot of money. I'm talking about like that was the first time where I've like because I, I was borrowing money from friends, family, just trying to like make this dream come true. And honestly, let me tell you about the scam because like I feel like you you wouldn't understand on top unless I told you about it. So the scam was just like the scam was like oh like they have they have these millions overseas and all the need unlock those millions so they can be moved over here. And mm. in my mind, I was thinking like oh well, shit, maybe I hit the jackpot. You know, I was like, again, like, yeah. you know, I'm saying, I'm like, man, this is, this sounds so stupid, bro. Like, what? And, and, you know, I believed that. I was like, oh, like, what do you need to move that money here? And he was like, oh, you know, just help me out with, like, the fees for, like, like, the transporting fees for, like, like it's a lot, it's a large sum of money, so the government, da-da-da, bullshit. They were just feeding me bullshit. And I believed yeah. it, bought into it. Next thing you know, about a month, maybe two months into it, I found out that it's a scam and I'm out of a lot of money. And now people, and now I had borrowed money too. So people are looking at me like, yo, where's, where's, you know, my money or at least where's like these millions that you promised. And I'm like, yeah, actually I was got, I, I was kind of to a scam. So <clears throat> that, that like, that feeling, man, like, like, cause I'm, I'm making it seem like as if it was nothing like, no, bro, I was 19 years old and, I was, and I had borrowed probably like over $6,000, $10,000, borrowed my guy. So I had to pay that back. Yeah. And the fact that I found out it was a scam, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know what I did though? Yeah. After I cried and after, you know, <laughs> a lot of shit happened. <laughs> um, like I, like it was definitely like a depression. Like I, I was definitely going through a depression. And, and the next thing I did after I, Cause I don't know why, even through that depression, my mind was not trying to let me really fall into the depression. If it makes sense, like, yeah, like man, I was man. not trying to let myself feel defeated. Cause I, cause I, I never felt like that. So I was like, man, like, nah, I'm not gonna let this defeat me. Like, even though I this didn't happen, what? How can I change this around? So, <clears throat> so after I found out it was a scam, you know, and everybody trying to come at me and like asking for the money, the first thing I'm doing, and literally I always tell people this: the first thing you should be thinking about if you're ever thinking about financial freedom the first thing you should do or you should um, try to research is how to make money and uh, how to make a lot of money in the least amount of time because that's that that would solve a lot of problem a lot of people's problems but right. you know so that was a little i don't know where that thought came from but you know i started thinking like i started thinking like that I was like All right, how can i make money in the least amount of time I started looking those up started uh you know started seeing network marketing opportunities, seeing all these different um, type of opportunities. Um, also, during that during that depression time, I kind of leaned into my faith a lot. Like, you know, I'm I'm Christian, it's like Catholic, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I like, I was praying like heavily. Like I still pray heavily today. But during that time, I was praying really heavily, just saying, God, like just, like I'm I'm young. <laughs> like I'm asking like, my mom's gonna kill me. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like yo like what what's happening like what like like what just send me a sign just send me anything that's supposed to tell me what the next like what my next path is going to be so you know the the reason why um i told you millionaire booklet is my favorite book is because while i was praying like i, I remember I, I i remember this so vividly like I, I was walking around campus and i was like down i was praying to god I was like man send me a sign and this random dude came Gave me that book and walked away, bro. What? That's wild, bro. Bro, <laughs> yes. Random dude walked up to me, 
gave me Mariner Mindset. Like, I never ordered it. Give me a Mariner Mindset book and walked away and said, you should read it. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there in the streets like, like what? Um, it was a small book. It's like literally like 20 pages. You know what I'm saying? So I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, go home, read it. I'm like, yo, this is a book that's, t- that's like almost teaching me how to make a million. Like, you know, just like yeah. giving you, just opening your mind to like, ways to make a million dollars not one way just different ways and with that i just kind of started my journey um you know started forex trading i uh like one of the one of the things that one of the things that actually really made me heavily into um you know like i was telling you uh, like i was telling you earlier like the, the four quadrants like you have people usually go from employee to self-employed to business owners to investor Mm-hmm. Now, with the fact that currency and cryptocurrency became more available to the public and all that stuff, people, you know, running to, to being an investor um, very quickly. Um, yeah. the, the reason why I like being an investor is because while I was looking up how to make money in the least of my time, I came into this uh, webinar. And this dude webinar, uh, like he was he was he was trading Forex or actually binary option at that time, yeah. which, you know, it's like gambling, but um, still in the same way, still investing. But. Um, he made like half a million dollars, like right in my eyes within like a matter of an hour. Mm-hmm. And his account started with like 200,000. So after I saw that, I was like, man, like this is it. Like it's, I'm not doing anything else. I'm, I'm trading. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I, and ever since then, I just, I, I just, that's, that's when my journey started. And, you know, five, six years later, I'm self-employed now. So, wow. I mean, no, yeah, just work for that, myself. So. That's awesome. Cause <clears throat> Like you said, like we we was we started off getting some shit, just trying to get shoes, trying to get everything left and right, bro. Everything, and, and you know, I feel like my mom definitely devalued money too, and try to put emphasis on school. And it's not literally not till today when I started reading, uh, rich dad poor dad, that I understood that type of mentality. Now it's like that that fear and that that you won't ever make enough money unless you're working for money you know what i'm saying yeah. and so i didn't understand that so today literally i came home um from work after reading like just the first chapter and then half of the second chapter and i told her like you should not i felt like you should not have emphasized school <laughs> school school because like you said school teaches you how to work for money but we're trying to make money in this at this point in time and so yeah. like you i feel like you you going through that early on started your pack and my path started after I finished school and I started working out that like, whoa 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 this is not this is not as advertised. Yeah. Hey, let me this, ask you though. Not go ahead, I apologize. No, I was like, so this is not as advertising stuff. And so then I started my journey. I started reaching out to you because like you started four years early, and obviously with everything time. You're gonna have to put in the time to see the success. Like me graduating, I still gonna have to work four or five years to get that experience before I make that top dollar. And you, you that experience you um, uniquely went through that helped you start four years early. I feel like it was probably like the greatest blessing. It was the answer to all your prayers because now you done put in those four or five years, and now you're at the point in the. 30s 40s but you're fortunate enough to get there in your you know mid-20s yeah no for sure like man let me tell you like i always think about that scam and i'm like i'm so grateful that it happened like i'm i legit be 
thanking God that it happened because you know some and and I was also think about the way I uh, reacted to that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, um, I don't know why I've reacted like that, and I and this is why I I, I really have a saying um, in life: it's not what happens to you; it's how you react to what happens to you. Yeah. And I've kind of like taken that that stand with me every time something bad happens. But the reason why I'm saying this is because I really think about that experience all the time. And I really think about how I could have taken the like a left turn and I could have just been depressed, blamed the world, blamed so many people. You know what I'm saying? Cause should I yeah. tell you like, man, why you I could have easily been like, why me? Just start putting blame. You know what I'm saying? Like just a whole bunch of stuff. But the way mm-hmm. I really the way I've really reacted off that situation, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, like God like God definitely knew what he what he was doing, like putting me through that. So, you know, it's a yeah. blessing. It's definitely a blessing. So I guess what made you leave, like drop out of school? Like, uh, dude, honestly, it was it, it was a fact that, I, um, so why why that scam was going on? Because like I said, it was literally the like, so it was probably like the scam probably happened two weeks after I had gone back to school, mm-hmm. um, um, and so two weeks after going back to school, you know, the, the semester is still fresh. During that scam, I've really. It, and I also like to say that that scam unlocked my millionaire mindset because mm-hmm. it did. So wh- when it unlocked my millionaire mindset, what happened was I uh, I really thought I was a millionaire. Like I, I like I started literally. I didn't believe I was I wasn't anything less than a millionaire. Even right now, even though I'm not a millionaire yet, I know I'm a millionaire in my mind. Like so, it really unlocked a wealth mindset, if I have to say so more per se. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so. And so with that mindset, I was like, man, what do I need school for? Like, and, and I was I, like, I was like, man, like, I was literally walking around campus like, y'all, I'm rich. I'm like, legit, why the fuck did I go to school for? <laughs> yeah, like legit, all my friends are like, I'm, I'm sure all my friends, I'm like, y'all, like, y'all can get a piece of this because I don't need, because I think it was like 13 million or something. I'm like, man, I'll give you 10,000. Like, I was literally like thinking about like how I'm already going to distribute this money and just bless my homies and all that stuff. You know, it's, it was almost like winning a lottery, Yeah, which, you know. Now I understand why people go broke after winning a lottery because it's like you didn't earn that money, so you just feel like, man, like, right. like I don't know how to manage it. But um, the decision that made me drop out of school is that while that scam was going on, I was like, the fact that I literally thousand men, I, I wasn't taking school seriously anymore. So one, my drift started dropping. Um, two, the fact that after after I did find out it was a scam and I just um started researching. Um, and ways to make money, and I came up on that uh, on that webinar. My God, you telling me if I see somebody make half a million within an hour, and I'm working to be an orthopedic surgeon because that's what I was going to school for. Mm-hmm. I was I was doing biology slash pre med. That that was like what my major was. Yeah. So you telling me I have to wait twelve years? Yeah. Fact. Oh, sick. To get into a profession that'll make me that amount in a year. When this dude just did that in an hour, yeah, I'm in the wrong profession. Like, <laughs> legit, that was, like, my mindset. I was like, yeah, like, I, obviously, I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong field. So, let me just, you know, like, it was, it was a no-brainer to honestly drop out. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a no-brainer. Like, no-brainer. So, in, in the, in the beginning, like, your trading journey and even your, the businesses you started up now, what are, like, the main struggles you feel like you encountered? Um, 
the main struggle is experience. Mm-hmm. So we, so you can have all the knowledge that you know, like knowledge is easy to get. Like it's it's really easy to attain. But after you have the knowledge, you got to apply the knowledge. And which I have another saying: um, knowledge without execution is meaningless. Meaning, like if if you're not practicing your knowledge, it's meaningless. Like you're you, you learn that for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and that's honestly <clears throat> the the lack of experience is honestly what's uh, what really uh, what's really like like not stopping my success all the way, but what's giving me the most struggles because yeah. I, I I still gotta go through the failing part. Like even though I know how to run something, it doesn't mean I'm not going to account failure. It doesn't mean that algorithms algorithms are on change. Like the world right now, the, at the world that at the rate that the world is like changing like it's like rapidly changing like every year so every year something new every year you gotta maybe add something to your business that wasn't there before so with this ever-changing pace i gotta one learn more even as i go like i'm like i'm a, i always like to say i'm a forever student of whatever craft i'm doing yeah so one i gotta learn more and one i gotta actually do what i what i said like for example trading like i could teach somebody trading perfectly and I know a hell of people that know how to teach um, people how to trade, but how to how to trade themselves, they don't know because they haven't. They all, all they got is the knowledge. It's, it's like it's like a a business professor yeah. knowing how to teach business, but he's never run a business himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's so actually, that's, that's funny you say that because um that's actually a big problem with a whole bunch of business majors. You know what I'm saying? Like you're getting yeah. a business major. But you've never ran a business. What makes you think a business wants to hire you? You know, so a lot of exactly are going to school and coming out with, with, and they can't get a job, and they're like, "Why?" And that's why. Like, you can learn all you want, but it's not the same. Yeah, and you know, um, like I have a lot of buddies out here in Jacksonville, and they're all like, they're uh, business majors, and I ask a lot of them, like, "Hey, what did you learn?" Because they just they just graduated, and and it's so sad to say that most of them really admit that they haven't learned anything, yeah. and I'm like, "Wait, what do you mean?" Like, like, just, just kind of walk me through, like, what were you, like, what were they teaching you? And he's like, because, like, I, I took, I took, for example, my business. I was like, for, for example, with my business, how would you manage my business? And he's like, dude, to be honest, your business is, is brand new. Um, most of the, most of the, uh, of the simulation that we do in, in like business schools, the business is already at like year five or year ten. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, you're, you're missing the most important years, like. The fact that every the fact that most businesses fail within one to three years, mm-hmm. that's like the most important years where you learn as a business owner what works for your business and what don't. Like you should never go into business and think that business is gonna make you a millionaire within the first year, not even within the second year or the third year. Those first one to three years is like your survival stage. It's like like right now I'm I'm at a survival stage, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not fully a business owner where I have employees and I'm and it's like and it's running profitable. I'm literally at a survival stage where I'm like trying to figure out what works for my business, trying to figure out what don't, trying to figure out how to keep the overhead costs so cheap, and also trying to figure out how to do my service the fat like faster every time, you know, mm-hmm. because again, you have the knowledge, but doing it is different. So we just started um designing website. When you design a website, the first our first website took us forever. Our second website took us a couple of days. It's gonna be a point till we make websites within a couple hours you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it it's it, like yeah that that lack of experience is honestly what's really stomping me the most yeah because yeah um so with that being said so i know you moved to jacksonville for that fresh start and 
you know, really get out there and so you could grow. How, like, did you manage to get out your comfort zone, gain confidence, really be able to move somewhere you don't know anyone and start over and build, like, a whole new life? Oh, man, let me tell you, it was not that hard. (laughs) (laughs) And I say not that hard because I hated Maryland. Like, Maryland, like, and, you know, it's crazy because I really, I really planned my whole move to Jacksonville all within a matter of a couple months. Yeah. Like, I didn't even, it it, it was just a, it's almost like, it's almost like, I'm just giving a story on this. It's almost like when you go to the doctor and and the doctor keeps telling that you got to lose weight, you got to lose weight. But you're like, ah, until you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you, hey, if you don't lose this weight, you're going to die. Yeah. That's when you're like, oh, shit. Fuck it. Like, let's do it. Like, I I got it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I felt about moving. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I don't care how it's going to go. Because that's the thing about anything new or anything that you haven't experienced. You don't know how it's going to go. All you can do is go into it with a positive mindset, which is kind of what I did. And I was like, man, I don't care how, I don't care what, I'm going to figure it out. And that's kind of the mindset I take with, like, along with most of my stuff in life. Like, I don't care how, I don't care. I don't don't know what, but I just know that I'm going to succeed. I just know I'm going to make it work. And that's kind of how I move out here. I was like, no, I'm just going to make it work. (laughs) Um, I would say I I calculated it though because at the point I was working um, for Firebirds. Yeah. And uh, I just knew that Jacksonville was going to be the cheapest place in Florida to live. And also, um, you know, you got the beach. You you still got, you still experience the whole Florida vibe, just way cheaper. Mm. And that, and that cost of living um, difference because literally Maryland is like thrice more expensive than Jacksonville. Thrice. And I was making the same amount of income that I was because I was a service. So, you know, it's like, you're still making the same, like your, your income isn't drastically changing. Yeah. Um, so I was, so I was making bands out here and I'm like, man, like what? So I was able to save that and then, you know, and, and actually eventually quit my job with that. But now let me tell you, it wasn't a hard decision. It was, it was just more of a feeling of getting fed up with Maryland and it's shit and, and not, and not taking it anymore. I'm like, man, I'm like it. And you know, everything happens for a reason. Cause I've been wanting to move out here since I dropped out, but it didn't happen until I got fed up. So that that should kind of tell you something like, you know, like people don't really act unless they're like tired of it. Like imagine if I would have never gotten tired of being in Maryland, I probably would have been there. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Chilling. Yeah. You would have joined the trappers, dog. <laughs> you would have been on the corner. <laughs> I saw the guy, it feels like that, that's the last resort. Everybody out here just starts scamming and trapping now. I'm fed up with that. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Because I'm you know, just trying to surround myself with the highest quality of people. And I'm like, Facts. you know what I'm saying? Just from like the people I've met on like my different journeys and avenues of life. And then now I guess coming back, I'm like, you know, Everyone that yeah. I know is like super busy trying to obviously set themselves up for future, but like it feels like here it's like a bubble, and either people are like way ahead or way behind. You know, it kind of just depends how motivated you are. But mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard. I guess now I'm like actually like about to just try to put myself out there and like meet whole complete new people. Because when you think about it, and I was telling Curtis this, um, there's a lot of people in this area. We just know, like, 
I guess the local people, not the people that come here for their jobs, the people yeah. that move here for a purpose, you know, trying to grow their yeah. career. We don't know those people, and we should try to reach out and kind of meet them. That might be the answer that we need here, if yeah. if for the people that choose to stay here. So for um, I had I had like two things that I'm like that I'll like I I think I'll um forever pursue. Um, those two things are network and uh and knowledge. Yeah. So I, so wherever I go, those two things got to be there. If not, low key is gonna be a waste of my time. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, no, no, I feel like <laughs> like I have to be able to learn something and I have to be able to network. Like I'll take it's best if the the place that I'm going has both. I'll t- I'll settle for one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like and in Maryland, I feel like there's not enough because out here in Florida, I, I can I can't think of how many network networking event I've gone to and. It's it's increased my business. It's increased, you know, like your net your network your network is your network. Yeah. No. So, to, how how many like sources of income have you generated so far, and how do you manage all that? Like, we all have twenty four hours in the day. How are you getting that done? Yeah. Uh, you said uh, what was your first question? It's like, like how many sources of income have you like generated so far? I know you do forex okay. and you have your yeah. social media marketing agencies, like, but I know you're yeah. doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, so you know, like uh, ever since I heard that every millionaire has a, at least seven streams of income, mm-hmm. I try to set myself up with at least, you know, at, at the least, I wanna, I, I wanna have seven. But right now, I have three. Uh, I'm a life insurance agent with a company called PHP Agency. Mm-hmm. That company is a freaking phenomenal, dude. Like it taught me. First of all, I've been knew the importance of um, life insurance from Primerica. I don't know if you heard of them. But Primerica, I didn't like their I didn't like their system. Like actually, yeah. um, being with being with PHP, they actually taught me how to how to sell. And they and um and also we don't just do life insurance. They they, they taught me about this savings um, retirement account, which actually all the wealthy people uses. I don't know if you heard of it, but it's a, it's called life insurance retirement plan. And it's and it's funny because a lot of people when they think about saving money, they think about oh like. 401ks are like they think about all these like um all these assets yeah that, that that's that um that takes a lot of taxes out of your out of your uh out of your profits while you can easily do the same thing with life insurance like i'm right now i'm paying like two fifty two hundred and fifty dollars for my life insurance and and i know that a portion of that is going towards the cost of premium and a portion of that is going towards a tax-free retirement account that i can access whenever i want that can access tax free that will mm-hmm. also grow um at eleven to twelve percent because it's following the s and p five hundred and also me being a trader, I know that the s and p five hundred is like almost like a staircase to heaven like it it like it it will forever continue to kind of rise i mean it's you know the top five hundred uh, five hundred companies but so i'm a, uh, i'm in um my i have i'm an insurance with p h p agency um and that source of income is also like residual so I just all I gotta do is sell life insurance like through people or sell to business owners like every everybody should have one and so that's one I'm a forest trader that's two and then also have my social media marketing agency which I'm actually putting so many focus so much focus on it because um this is like my business you know yeah. like um not mine actually I co-founded it with Amarte Terry um he's like my best friend slash roommate right now he's a phenomenal dude I mean before it was before the um uh, when, when i had first started the company it was just marketing yeah 
And then towards December, we added branding. So we're able to charge more. He came with more knowledge. He came with just a lot more stuff. Like, cause we went from being able, being able to charge people from for three thousand to all the way now to eight thousand, fifteen thousand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, and and the value is there. Like companies, they don't even shy away when we give them those numbers. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, so like, if, like if you're doing a good job, you can damn near charge whatever the fuck you want. Exactly, exactly. And 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 I am. Um, there's two people that I'm following right now. Um, that I really love, Gary V. And um, you should also look up this dude. Um, called Chris Doe. Mm-hmm. Chris, yeah, Chris Doe. Uh, I think uh, he he has this uh, marketing company called um, The Future, and his brand is called uh, uh, Blind. Oh. And I mean, Chris Chris Doe. He's he's one of those people that literally like changed my whole mindset as well. Like he's like, man, what you charging this? No, you should charge this. Like he he's he really is like a good of like he 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 gives a lot of great business advice. Like let me just tell you that. Um, so those are the only three sources of income that I have. And uh, to be honest, I trade in the morning. I do the life insurance here to there. I'm not really heavily focused on it, um, mainly because I don't have time to go out and meet people while also running. Like you know, it's it's more of like a whenever I just meet people, I just tell them about it and see if I can if I can help them out with that um, with that instant. Yeah. But all but on my social media. Um, we we uh we charge people either a one time fee or we can or we can also put them on retainers. So imagine if I have like ten people paying me three thousand per month. That's thirty thousand per month that I'm making. You know. Jeez. So that's so that's kind of why I'm like heavily focusing on the on the on on the business um aspect. And also, um, out of the whole quadrant, b- being a business owner is like the best thing because. What if what if some days I don't feel like trading? Yeah. I still need to have a way to uh, have income coming in. You know, mm-hmm. um, this business, if I get it to be the size, like and this this is also the this is um, this business and I mean all my businesses are scalable at large, but within my social media marketing agency, yeah, there's more. Better. It's it's uh, scalable faster. Like it's like the one business that I can scale up like the fastest. Yeah, I mean I can still I, I can scale up my trading too. But like, yeah, I actually forex and social media will be like the two, the two sources of income I could scale like really, really fast to make like a million within the next two years, three years. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. all in all, um, I know like you've gone through like a few mentors and read tons of books. What's like the yeah. one? or two pieces of advice you'd give someone like just finishing school or just dropping out, trying to find that path, trying to find that route? Oh man. I would say, I would say either, um, if you're just coming out of school, man, what I, I would ask them like, Hey, what's your passion? I like, I love asking people what their passion are because I don't, I don't want to ask you how much money you're making. I want to ask what's your passion because if if you tell me you're doing, if you tell me your passion is this, but you're doing something else, I can tell that you're never going to be fully happy because you know what your passion is. And nowadays we live in a world where you can turn your passion into income. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always ask them what the passion is. And if they don't have a passion, I tell them, um, I tell them like, hey, you want to go out there and just try a whole bunch of things. Don't be afraid of failing. And, and, and when you try it, try it with like with your all with all your heart you know what i'm saying yeah. like actually 
like actually immerse immerse yourself with it because essentially my my thinking is once you come out of college you want to find that thing that skill that you want to like that you're able that you're able to do really good at and not also really being really good at but that you also really enjoy and you want to become an expert in that field as fast as you can Mm -hmm. so that it can so that people can look at you as a uh, as a pro and you know they can they're able to hey like just refer you or it will just it will just it will just uh accelerate your success way faster so i'm all about it and i would yeah i always ask people what's the passion and if they don't have passion then just go and try a whole bunch of things um just to figure out because i can tell people like you know i can tell people all about how great what it is i'm doing but it'll be like shining it'll be like dangling like candy in front of a kid you know yeah like like whatever i tell them they're gonna be like oh like you can make that much money and take it but like and they're gonna run for it yeah yeah now i really love like everything that you're doing it's like it's it's exceptionally amazing because like you said you're the oldest out of six and the path you set like in the expectations you set for yourself like your brothers are following right behind you and you kind of gave them that freedom mindset rather than just falling in a trap of nine to five and kind of just collapsing. That's probably, and so you did it for me too. And so I'm like, yo, like you're in my eyes, you're that guy. I like look up and I'm like, if I'm ever slacking, I'm like, look, and you, you can't just, you know, take a day off right now. It's not the time you got to keep trying. And that's why I like a lot, like you, when you say, when you, you started teaching me Forex, and I like kind of took it and ran with it. I'm like, I see the results, and I just know the hard work that comes behind it. So like, I yeah. just can't give up because I know it's possible. And yeah, once you know it's like possible, and you have that hope and you have that vision, it's just pushing on through. And that's one thing you know I feel like we all do very well. Like we're really good at persevering when things get tough. And so I really yeah. appreciate you for that. And really like. You're, you you probably changed your whole family's next generation, generation after that, all by yourself. And a lot of people can't do that. You know, a lot of people can't even save themselves. And you probably did something for like a next 10, 20, 50 years of kids and grandkids that's going to come out after you. So I really do got to thank you for that for sure. Because you set, you yeah. set a path. You set a path. <laughs> I was like, I swear, I didn't even think about it like that, cause you know, I like, I, I first of all, I gotta appreciate you too, just cause like, man, that 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 honestly means a huge deal to me, because you know, I um one thing that I, one thing that I first set out to do actually when I find when I like became an entrepreneur or whatever, is I wanted everybody else to become an entrepreneur too, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, guys, like, and it it was crazy, cause I I was that one crazy kid going around town like, hey, everybody become an entrepreneur. <laughs> Like, like what? Like, because I used to be a server. Like, that's the only um, job I've had. And I used to tell people, like, 50-year-olds, like, dog, like, what? You still here? Like, like you could have been retired, like, a while ago. Like, And this is why I always ask people, like, yo, what's your passion? And they used to tell me this. And I'm like, yo, why you stop? Like, yo, you know. So it's crazy because you, you're saying all this thing. I didn't even think about it. But I got to tell you a funny story. When I did first become an uh, entrepreneur, right, and I went back home. <clears throat> and I told my mom I was dropping out of school. My mom was so mad. Oh, I bet. I, I'm talking about for the first three years of me becoming of me being an entrepreneur for like nine from 19 to like 22. Yeah, from 19 to 22, because I'm like I'm about to turn 25 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and honestly, it wasn't even until my mom, like, I, until I had left, like, Florida, like, until I had left the state that, like, up until that time, my mom and everybody and my siblings were like, yo, like, like, you should go back to school. Like, I literally had so much hate from the family, and it wasn't hate, it was just like a, you're, you're being stupid right now, go back oh, to yeah, school. Yeah. And I was telling them, like, nah, like, like, and it's funny that you're saying my brother's my brothers were the same with, 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 like, it wasn't just my mom. It was, like, my brothers, too. They was, like, bro, yeah. like, we're concerned about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, mom told us that you're not going to school. Like, please go back to school. Like, you're not going to make it. And I'm, like, and I used to, like, really hear this, like, bro, like, I'm hearing this from now. I'm hearing this from, like, I'm hearing from this from now, from mom. Now I'm also hearing it from you. And that's why, like, as soon as I went back home, I had to, I had to leave my house. Like, my mom didn't kick me out. Nobody, like, I had to leave because it was literally negative environment and you know i i um gary v like it's crazy because i always see like kids asking gary v this same question like hey gary v, my mom don't like what i'm doing da, da, da. and gary v is like yo like just leave your house <laughs> like like i mean wow. i literally be like i literally be like yo it's not that hard like if you're in a negative environment that's not allowing you to have a positive mindset about what you're doing you got to get away and you got to trust yourself that you're going to be successful. And guess what? Now, my little brother, he's in sales. He's a car salesman. Kenny, he's rocking it. He's still trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life, but he knows he doesn't want to work. Curtis, as you've seen him, he's doing a YouTube. He's definitely, you know, we, it's crazy because we, we, we all got this, like, battle of, like, who's going to get to the million, like, the first? Who's going to get to the million? Oh, million that's, that's actually the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it really is crazy because I really did change my whole family. And I never even thought about it like that. Like, I, mean, I thought, like, I always knew I impacted my siblings. But I never thought about how it's going to impact our whole family line, lineage. Like, it's kind of sick to think about. Like, you really just got, like, me mind blown. Like, damn. Like, that's a pretty cool. And also, that's one thing I kind of want to do. I want to impact a lot of people's life that way. To kind of just open their mind to, like, different, to, like, just making dip money in a different type of way. Like, you know, and I'm yeah. not saying, I'm not saying that having a job sucks. I'm not saying, I'm, like, I literally just want to open your mind to like, just yeah, different possibilities. Money. Yeah. No, yeah. And that shows, cause you know, I literally saw something that was like, don't, ex when you like start something like a business or anything like that, don't expect, the people closest to you to support you because they they will not and even like starting this podcast like I see it and I'm like well thank God I've seen like I have examples I know like nobody going like your best friends your family your brothers just yeah. they're not they're not gonna be there they're gonna be like you should probably go find another way but you just gotta push on through so yeah, that's, sure. that comes to show that is a real thing and then later on they all come following bro. man they all come back like, literally, everybody I told about trading a couple of years ago, they're all hitting me up like, hey, like, da-da-da, <laughs> hey, da da And I'm like, gosh, guys, I tried to tell y'all. Now y'all going to have to buy the course. Came early. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to buy the course. <laughs> <laughs> you should have came when it was free. Now you got to buy the course. You know? Like, nah, just... and, and that's exactly how I plan to do niggas, too. Yeah. He's going to try to pop out the woodworks, and now it costs a dollar or two. I'll mentor you for, like, a thousand a week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you, you got to think about it, like, your time is valuable at that point. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you're, you're, not the, you're not the same. You, you don't have the same, like, what you, what you could be doing with your time could be 
way it could be way better. Like, so I'm gonna have to charge you because, like, yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, that's that's awesome. I love hearing that stuff. Like I said, you really help motivate me. It's like this this podcast is me reaching out for the help, the questions, trying to put all the pieces together. Like I said, all my friends have something great going on for in sure. different aspects and. I'm trying to just collectively put all that in one spot. Just like I said, this podcast could flop and get zero views, but I'm still going to do these just for me and my own personal learning. Yeah. No, your podcasts are a great idea, man. And I'm like, I'll be, yeah, I'll definitely be a huge supporter of it because I've seen, you know, I listen to podcasts. Like, so I know that if, if you start a podcast and you literally have tremendous amount of knowledge that can help just one person, because, you know, most people, when they, try to do when they when they try to make an impact they want to make a huge impact yeah. but even a little impact matters you know so yeah. you gotta start with one person but yeah right. you know i really appreciate you taking the time to do this you know i know you have a busy schedule and it's it's friday night so <laughs> that, that means even more man so like i said really appreciate you uh for coming on taking the time we definitely gonna uh link up in a couple of months again and I will you know I want to see that progress and obviously I'm hoping to have made a lot of progress by then and then we can have another conversation you know about a deeper topic something else because I know we all you got a lot of stuff to share and I want to hear all of it so <laughs> yeah man I appreciate you for having me on the podcast man and I like I'm really like hope like I, I was gonna say I'm praying for your success man but I know you're gonna get there but I'm like just know, like, if there's anything that I can do for you to, like, accelerate your success, never, like, hesitate to reach out, you know, because I'm all about it for you. Man, I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Wow. Talk about perseverance. Teddy overcame so much adversity. It's honestly motivating from losing that money at the beginning to be able to bounce back, then leave school. And then when you think... The people closest to you are going to support you. I'm talking about your direct family, your brothers, your mom, and they're not even supporting your goals and dreams because you're taking a route that's less common, that's not often traveled. That, that's that got to do something to somebody's soul, you know, to somebody's heart. And for him to be able to be like, I don't care what none of you guys say, my mind's made up and I'm going to grind. And for him to be where he is now, that's a testament, you know what I'm saying? Persevere, guys. A lot of you are trying to take that different route and you don't have a support system. And I'm telling you, if you haven't taken it yet, you won't have a support system. I see it now every day. Like my mom throws me little critical comments all the time and I just brush it off on my keep going keep going keep going and y'all gotta do the same thing because you're gonna get to a point and this is the point where I'm at now where you're in kind of a limbo where you could go backwards and it'll all be cool or you could sacrifice it all and say fuck it and keep pushing forward and at that moment when you make that decision is at the point where you'll have the least amount of support possible so it's gonna be you versus you and are you gonna bet on yourself or are you gonna fold that's the question I want to ask you today. A lot of you want to achieve great things and you're working towards it. Right now, you might be scared to take the first leap of faith, all right? But I'm going to ask you again, are you going to bet on yourself or are you just going to listen to other people? Do they know who you truly are? Come on, dog. Y'all know the answer to that question. That's it for today. Hey, I appreciate all y'all for tuning in. Y'all know what y'all got to do next. Like, leave a five-star. Subscribe to the channel. You know, leave a comment. I don't care if they say one, leave a comment. 
Post it on your Instagram story. Post it on your Snapchat. Post it on your Twitter. Post it on your Facebook. You never know who's going to need this info. Don't be selfish, dog. Nobody like a selfish person. And if y'all that really made it to the end, I know I promised a story, but this episode's already so long, so I'm not going to drop the story. Instead, I got a prize for y'all. The first 10 people to leave a comment and then add me on Snapchat at C-U-T-C-H-I-B-A-N-D-I-T underscore I. I got a prize for y'all coming straight via Cash App. You know what I'm saying? I got y'all because y'all the real ones. I told y'all we want to support the real. But that's it. I need to get the fake out of here. Catch y'all next week. Deuces.